minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Uh, today, we are talking about, um, <clears throat> in the, the grace message, sorry, grace message. This is the second episode of the series. Uh, this episode is I'm going to go in the same vein as the last one. The last one was talking about us being um, judgmental as Christians on the world. This is in the same, in that same vein, but <clears throat> a little different. And what this one is, about, uh, you know, I, I have uh, called putting up a front, or um, in other words, speaking Christianese. And uh, those who are Christian have heard that. Those of you who are, have, are not might have heard it. And essentially, the the, the concept of it is. <clears throat> speaking speaking uh, a certain way around around certain folks so we get around our Christian family we're like yes everything is good God bless wonderful this this is fantastic life is good God is blessing me when on the way to wherever we were going to meet up with these with said brother our said brothers and sisters we probably you know we could have potentially been fussing about this and worried about this and asking God why this and and we instantly forget about that when we get around people our, our other Christian folks and oftentimes even people who are not Christians because we're trying to keep that facade up that you know that all is always well and we're, we're never stressed and there's a there's a devotional I did it's called it's, it's all right to not be okay or it's okay to not be all right one of those words one of those ways and it's pretty much tackling that you know like that's not to say that we should walk around defeated and our heads low and but it's okay to it's all right to have a bad day it's all right as a christian it's all right to have a bad day we're we're, <clears throat> we're human we can be human we can we can experience a bad day and not be condemned to hell for it and, and you know God's not like oh well you're having a bad day now now you're out you're out I can't use you and you know I, I think the transparency behind that to showing the world that hey I had a bad day but that also sets up for the come up when you're having a good day and that, that gives us our testimony but as I, before I go too far, I'm going to read this Bible verse for you. <clears throat> and it says, for it's 1 John 1, 8, 1 John 1, 8 through 10. It says, if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins 
and to cleanse us of all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his words have no place in our hearts. Now, what does that have to do with all of what I'm talking about? We all have struggled in some way, shape, or form, whether we are Christian or not. There's something that we struggle with. There's some sort of struggle we're dealing with. What I'm trying to get us to understand is we need not act like we're not struggling. We need to be more transparent in the fact that, you know, I haven't quite got that down yet. You know, whatever that it may be. Or, or I mean, so for me, I, one thing I always preference is the the ability to get road rage. That's something I still very much struggle with. You know, I could be doing good and then get in the car and then, man, you know, it's like someone to do something is like, oh my God. But then get to church and be like, God is good. Hallelujah. You know, and that's not right. That's not showing, it's not showing genuineness for one and it's not giving us a good name as Christians for two because a lot of the reasons that the world calls us like goody goody holier than now is because we often act like nothing is bothering us everything is good we don't have anything you know and and instead of we are victorious let's say that we 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 victorious in Christ but that doesn't mean we're not going to have issues that we got to deal with there's there's peaks and there's valleys the Bible says that the rain and God brings the rain on the just and the unjust what does that what does that mean that means that people in the church are going to go through things and people outside of the church are going to go through things the only difference I've seen is the world is better at just accepting that than oftentimes than we as Christians are and so my point in all of this is let's stop fronting about it excuse me people in the church have the same struggles and the same some of the similar issues that people in the church don't and often cases the same thing the difference I've seen is that the world the world that we hide it as Christians and, and we act like our lives are sin free or we're all good and the world doesn't and in that case they are freer than us they have more freedom because they're not trying to perpetuate or perpetrate or have some false identity they, they know they're struggling and that, that gives them a sense of freedom and they can actually grow because of that Whereas a lot of the times we're sitting here acting like we're not. And that puts us in bondage. And that's just another trap from the enemy. We're in bondage because we're trying to show that we're not struggling. And we got it all under control. And that, you know, we're this and that. And when really, oftentimes we feel like we just want to break down and cry and like fall out. and Like, why am I dealing with this? Why am I going through this? <clears throat> but I mean we we need to be real about it. That doesn't that doesn't mean that 
I'm not giving us license to be rude to people. I'm not giving us license to mistreat people. I'm not even giving us license to be complaining about everything. And always complaining. What I am saying is, if you're dealing with something on a day and someone asks you, it's all right to be honest about it. Now, again, how we say things is very important, but if I'm having a bad day and you ask me how are you doing, it's all right for me to say I'm having a bad day. Even at church. Where else are you going to get help from, you know? We don't have to we don't have to put facades on for each other. If you're if, if it's not good, it's not good. We'll never get better if we are if we won't admit that it's not good. So I just want to reiterate, I want to drive that point home that it's okay for us to have, we all have struggles. Like, so here's the thing I want to preface, like for myself and transparency. There are places I won't go. There are people I won't hang around because I don't want to be tempted. When I say that, I'm saying that, that I mean, there's, there's stuff that I know that I don't. There, there, there are places I know I don't need to be. There are people I know I don't need to hang around. Jesus has set me free and delivered me from these things. Which means he moved me away from sin. Now, I am admitting that I know me as a man in ministry... There are, there are boundaries that I have set for myself that I know that I shouldn't be going, doing, or whatever. And that's, that, what is that? That is me being honest and open to the idea of knowing that, hey, God has delivered me and I'm not perfect. And I know that if I'm not vigilant about what I'm doing, I could very easily make the same mistakes and go down similar paths that I've been down and do things that I don't want to do anymore. So that doesn't make me any better than anybody else. In fact, some people might might hear me saying that and think it's a weak, you know, a sign of weakness that I even admitted that. And if they do, that's on them. That's fine. I don't care. It's not going to make my life any worse and it's not going to you know I'm not going to be oh my god but it does help people understand that hey I have struggles just like you I have things that I've, I've I've conquered with the help of Jesus and I have things that I need to conquer I'm not perfect I'm not there there's plenty of things about me that I need to change be better about and that's all right because I'm not supposed to be perfect I'm striving for perfection in Christ but I am not perfect I am a flawed human being which if I can get past the the fronting aspect of trying to show that there's You know, I have this lifestyle that is so much more in control than everybody else. 
then really I'm showing that I'm weaker than everybody else. The person who can admit to the to their flaws and you know that they're struggling again, like I said before, has more freedom. They're free. It'll be easier for them to move on than a person who's like, ah, nah, nothing. I'm good. I'm good. So I go to say that I need to be, you know, I need to be mindful of what I'm doing and be mindful of where I'm at and with whom I'm around because I'm not perfect. And again, I keep saying this, but that's all right. That's all right. Now, the difference in something like this is I'm not trying to say that this gives license to 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 sin or be whatever. I'm just saying what I'm saying is I'm not trying to wallow in self-pity. I'm not trying to be stuck in the lifestyle that I had before. I know there are a lot of things that I've done in the past that I'm not proud of. And I am, I am, as I'm speaking to you, I'm, I'm trying to drive home the point that I know that whether it be something from the past or whether it be just me having a bad day, it's all, I, I am imperfect and I'm able to I'm able to admit that there are things that need to be fixed and that I don't have the perfect existence and I don't have great days every day. And that's, that's cool. But I'm also trying to do something about it, which brings me to my next point. Repent, repentance. That's why Jesus taught repentance. And repentance isn't pleading God, pleading to God for 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 uh, forgiveness, repentance is changing my thinking, moving away from. That's why I was talking about the the aspect of <clears throat> there are places I won't go, people I won't hang around, and I mean, like I said, some some of these places I used to love being being at, and some of these people I used to love being around, and some of these people I miss. I mean, I'm, if I'm being honest, I miss. I don't have any ill will. I just, I, I have a different lifestyle now. And, you know, you got to make, you got to, when you make changes, you know, sometimes you got to make choices. Life is all about choices. So I'm not sitting here saying when there's people that I don't hang around that they're bad people. They're not bad people. They're just, I just can't hang with them. I, that's just not who I am. So whatever it is, for whatever the case may be, it's just not what I, where I'm at. And it doesn't always have to be something terrible. You know, people hear that and they think, oh, you drug people doing drugs and, and all this other stuff. It's, it's not that. It's If it's something that's stopping me from moving forward in my life and the walk that I'm walking down, then for whatever reason. So... Repent. Don't turn back towards what we were doing before your lifestyle. I mean, repent. Move on. I, when I was doing this at the at, the, at our church, I did the 
don't turn around. And the little, don't turn around, trying to be funny. But don't turn around. And one way that we turn around is looking back at things that we used to do and how we used to be and all of this, you know, that's why we're, that's why we're told to repent, move forward. Don't focus on, even for the good stuff. This ain't just bad things. It's even for the good stuff. So there's several things that I used to do that aren't bad, but I can't look back on those things and focus on that because I got to move forward. So, I mean, like, I guess an example, if someone gets delivered from a drug addiction and is living well and makes one bad bad choice and is back into drugs, they get judged by, by us oftentimes. And you know we're like, oh, but let's be real. That's that. It's easier to it's it's easier to happen than we think. And just because our sin isn't the same as their sin, that doesn't mean that if we turn back to our sin, it's any less bad than their sin. So if the person that makes one bad choice and turns back and goes to doing drugs who are we who are we to judge them for that instead of judging them we need to help we need to love we need to encourage not oh, stupid this fool I can't believe that that girl she this that it's so dumb they this they that they knew better this blah 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 that isn't helping anybody instead of condemning and judging we need to love them because let's be real we're all one bad decision away from doing something we shouldn't be doing I'm going to say that again we're all one bad decision away from doing some, going back to doing something we shouldn't be doing in the first place so instead of condemning these people let's figure out a way to help them I use the the drug you know, because I, I know someone who's dealing with that and I know that he's getting condemnation and judgment from the people around him. But where's the encouragement? If someone is if someone has a drug or alcohol addiction, a substance abuse you know, a substance addiction. Shouldn't we not do substances in front of them instead of judging them for doing what they're doing? So if you have someone who's an alcoholic, maybe you shouldn't have a party with a bunch of alcohol in front of them. What a concept, right? And then if they have a relapse, condemn them or judge them for it. Maybe we should have enough respect to not do that in front of the people who are sub- suffering from this. Same with drugs. I mean, even with the eating. If you have someone who has an eating addiction, maybe you shouldn't throw a party with a bunch of crap food in front of these people and shove it in, front of, in your face in front of them. We already know that they're suffering from this. So why would we do that and then condemn them if they succumb to it? And people, oh, they grown, they this and that, but 
We gotta we gotta be better about thinking outside of ourselves. It's easy for us to make an adjustment every once in a while for someone who's coming around if they're dealing with something. We can make that adjustment while they're there. And then when they're gone, you do what you do. Now, I'm not condoning drinking, doing drugs, overindulging in food. I'm not condoning any of that. What I'm saying is we need to not be the ones that are influencing people's bad behaviors, bad choices. We need to be lifting them up and encouraging them, showing them. So if someone changes their eating habits, we should do that with them, at least when we're around them. To encourage, look, I'm, I'm here with you. You're not alone. Good for you. Keep going. So that they're not like, oh, you know, because discouragement is real. Discouragement is very easy. And it's extremely easy to just give up on something. Because changing eating, eating habits is hard. Just quitting smoking cigarettes is hard. Stopping drinking or doing drugs is hard. So let's help. Let's take it in another spot. If you know someone who's a sex addict, you probably shouldn't have a bunch of... Nah, I'm not going to go there. The point is, if we know someone is suffering and struggling with something, instead of condemning and judging them, let's encourage them. Let's help them when they're around us be in a situation that will better them. Not drag them down the same road. And then once we drag, once we do that and then condemn them for the choices that they made, when all we did was make it easier for them to make that choice. But we won't take ownership for that, but we will just blame them for, well, well they, they, they gave up, they quit, they, they messed up. So, anyway, I don't want to beat a dead horse on that, so I'll move on. Um... I have another verse, uh, some more verses. First John 3, 11 through 13. And it says, this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. Where am I going with that? There's a shift in this message that's going from speaking to Christians to speaking to non-Christians. And this is the beginning of that shift. First, I want to say that this is an example to Christians to show us that we are judged for our beliefs. But what is not, it's not an excuse for us to judge the world or keep record of their wrongdoing. Because in this verse, it says we're supposed to love and not be like, I mean, the difference between Cain and Abel is Abel was doing what he was supposed to do. Cain wasn't, and he got jealous because what Abel was getting, so he killed him. Love would not have had Cain judging and doing foolish things and and essentially killing his brother. So, again, this is not an excuse to judge the world or keep record of wrongdoing or hold grudges. 
keep that in mind. But some of the judgments, so before I move on, this verse is saying, no, here, I'll move on. I will say this, Christian. Some of the judgments that are against us are warranted based on what I've been talking about in the last verse or the last episode in this one. Not saying that it's right, but I am saying I understand why some of the judgments we that, that come our way are come, and I understand why they're spoken about us as Christians. I know a lot of some of the things that some of the the when they say we're pompous or we're arrogant or you know I I, I completely understand where some of that's coming from because of things like speaking Christianese. And put, place in yourself that everything is always good all the time and no one is, nothing is ever bad. And, you know, <laughs> people are paying attention to what we're doing. So some of the judgment that we get, I mean, that's, you know, and then to, to take add the Christianese and then to judge other people for their mishaps and their follies, their struggles, that is being paid attention to as well. And well, you know what? People don't like that. We don't like that. So why would we do it? So as I'm saying, some of the judge, some of the judgment we get is warranted, and I completely understand why we get some of that. Now that being said, that's not making excuses for it. It's not saying it's right. It's saying that we've got to be better by how we 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 show us, so that the world their judgment isn't based on not doing anything. Their judgment is not based off our wrongdoing. It's based off of their mis misunderstanding. So the difference is. If someone says, oh, you think you're too good for us because I'm always acting like I'm too good, that's my fault. But if I'm just showing love and someone says, oh, you think you're too good for us, that's not my fault. And then I can have actually have a conversation with that person and be like, well, why do you say that? And if they can't, you know, they can't point to any action that I'm doing to, to justify their words, then we can have a conversation in love and I can show them what I'm all about. Whereas if they say, you think you're too good, and I, I say, why do you say that? Because you say this, you act like this, you do this, you do that. What am I going to say? Yeah, you're right. So that's what I mean when I say some of the some of the stuff is warranted. Now, this is where the shift begins, and this is the end of the, this is the end of this episode. I will say this to the to to those who are non-believers. You know what? Well, we'll save it for next episode. On that note, we're going to end it. Come back next week when you will find out what I have to say to the non-believer in the same vein of grace and judgment. It will bless your life. I love y'all. Pray all those under the sound of my voice heard where my heart truly was and understanding that this is all about encouragement and growth, not condemnation and judgment. 
Love y'all. Peace.